Imagine, if you can, a cold and dark night. It's pretty hard to imagine after these last days, right? Imagine you're outdoors in the cold, and maybe you're sledding or hunting or ice fishing or something or checking on cows or something, and uh, it's freezing and it's dark. And then you look towards the east, and you see a faint glow on the horizon. A little frog here. You see this faint glow on the horizon, barely visible, and you long for the sunrise. But it's very slow to come. Your hands are freezing, your toes are cold, and you're worried maybe about even your own safety in the cold. But then the sky brightens just a little bit. The stars begin to fade, and the high clouds up in the sky glow with the light of the as-yet-hidden sun. Still frozen and anxious, you watch as the sun peaks over the horizon. You're almost blinded as it lights up the whole world. And this stirs a gratitude in your heart as the hope of warmth and light begins to be realized. The whole landscape seems to rejoice with you as for those first minutes, the blades of the dried grass, the barren trees, and even the snow glow with golden light. Photographers call that the golden hour, and you can understand why. Isaiah, bringing to my imagination this glorious sunrise, wrote, The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Upon those who dwelt in the land of gloom, a light has shone. You have brought them abundant joy and great rejoicing. Likewise, the angels, in their, in their appearance to the shepherds, the angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were struck with great fear. The angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I proclaim to you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For today in the city of David a Savior has been born for you, who is Christ and Lord. I think if history has a beautiful sunrise, Christmas is it. Most of history was like that cold and dark and anxious night. Mankind was rightly seeking guidance from God, but he was hidden. He was obscure. But then a hint of light on the horizon. God began to reveal himself bit by bit. He spoke to Abraham, and he spoke to Moses. He formed a chosen people, the Jews. He began to work more openly in the world, by doing the miraculous things we read about in the Old Testament. The burning bush, the parting of the Red Sea, a whole series of prophets and kings. But still, humanity, we kept losing our way. God was somehow still hidden from us, and we walked in darkness. But the Lord didn't abandon us. On the contrary, he was always preparing to reveal himself to the world in a more dramatic way. And humanity longed for this revelation of God more than anything, like that freezing man staring at the east, waiting for the rising sun. And he has come, maybe not exactly the way we expected he would. You know, one might think that if God was going to come into the world as a king, he would come with armies and great worldly power. 
Apparently not so. He, he had a different plan. He came as a humble child, born in a stable, to a virgin named Mary, under the watchful care of a righteous and holy man named Joseph. And he grew, and he taught us, and then he died for us. And amazingly, he rose from the dead. He established the Catholic Church at Pentecost, and he still speaks and works through this church today in its scriptures, in its prayer, in its sacraments, especially the Holy Eucharist, where he is always present among us. And that's what inspires all this celebrating that we do, these holidays, by the word, which means, word which comes from holy days. That's what these holy days are all inspired by. The presence, the family gatherings, the worship. It's all about this. That the eternal God, seeing us, his beloved people, lost in the cold and dark, has become man to guide us home to the light and warmth of heaven. So as we look at our manger scenes, remember, That's no ordinary child there. That's God in the flesh. Think of that as you watch the sun rise on these Christmas days. Amen.